Hi everyone and welcome back to the Anna Chats podcast. This is episode four, which I'm really excited about. Um, We have a funny story, me and Lauren, who is here now, my amazing client. We actually recorded this once already in my laundry room, sat on top of my, what was it, washing machine and my AirPods were plugged into my laptop. So it didn't go very well, did it? Ah, well, you know, we live and learn. (laughs) So today's chat is actually just going to be talking with Lauren um, over her journey with the Train of Anna team, really. We've been working together, I think it's around five months now. And Lauren did our photo shoot, the Train of Anna shoot, a couple of weeks ago. And she's just got a really magical story. And we've grown really close uh, through our coaching journey. We've worked together really, really well. And she's achieved so much with... um, I would say like quite, quite a lot of hurdles, which I think women think are uncommon now. They, they think that they get a seamless journey. But I think that's my point of this is that actually I really want you to explain to other women of the things that you've gone through, but what you've managed to still achieve by us working together and, and actually you starting to understand yourself. So introduce yourself, Lauren. Tell us about you. Well, I'm I'm Lauren and I am from Canada and I have lived here now for it'll be eight years um, next year, which is crazy. Um, and I'm an actor and I also teach yoga and meditation. Um, yeah, and I, I specialize these days in, in voiceover acting and reading audiobooks, etc. So yeah it's <laughs> the beautiful tone of her voice <laughs> I'm trying to live up to it I'm like speak proper, <laughs> I'm a proper Kent girl what did someone say to me the other day they were like you sound like you're gonna sell me a banana on a fruit store I was like yeah <laughs> oh my god well listen who would say no to a banana and especially from you I mean also <laughs> I wouldn't any guys listening <laughs> yeah exactly hilarious yeah I think the best thing is always to be yourself so I happen to love your voice I'm a a bit of common marks so yeah let's get into let's get into our chat um so I guess my first thing is like let's paint the picture for everybody and if you could tell us the sort of place that you were in before you came to train banner so maybe how you were feeling about yourself um and what sort of like yeah where were you where were you what sort of place were you in give us a bit of a background well let's see so we started working together at the end of June and so I'd come through the pandemic like everyone else but I'd also was I'd come through a really tough time of both physical and mental illness. I suffer from depression and anxiety and have done my whole life. So in some ways, like that's, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It's still really tough, but like, that's something I'm more used to, but the, I was had a, had a bunch of physical issues going on and, um, I, I was so unwell to the point where I couldn't even, uh, really do a normal journey. Like I had to call my boyfriend one time, uh, in the summer of 2020 to come pick me up from somewhere that normally would have been just a quick hop onto the train and then, you know, quick walk home. And I couldn't even make that cause I was so exhausted and I'm normally someone who's very fit and active. And it was to the point where I had to scale back all my activity. So maybe I was going for walks. So from kind of this time last year, when I started building up with more walking, you know, I was able to add in a bit of a bit more yoga again, a bit more Pilates. And then by the time that uh, we started working together at the end of June, like I was, I had more energy and I was feeling, I was feeling more normal, I guess you would say, but I definitely wasn't feeling my normal self. And I definitely didn't feel like I had my sparkle, <laughs> like my spirit just wasn't there. If you, if you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think those words that you say, like, I'm not myself. I think that re- resonates with so many women because so many women start, or they, they, it gets to a point, like, I think when you need to start a journey like this of, dare I say the words of, we end up in a little bit of desperation. Like we're, we're sort of at our wits end. And I, I can say that from personal experience, like some of the diets that I've had to go into with coaches, I've literally been at a point where I'm like, 
I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I don't recognize the woman in the mirror. And, and that's, that's sort of the position that you were in as well, isn't it? Like it just happens, doesn't it? You don't even realize, you don't even realize it's happening. And then it, it's, it just hits you one day, doesn't it? And you're like, God, like, where am I? Like, who, who is this? Like what happened to the, what happened to me? You just don't feel yourself. Do you? Yeah. I think it was really frustrating as well because, you know, I always eat well. And for me, that definitely includes, you know, foods that I love and eating yeah. things that are delicious. I can't eat like, you know, dried chicken and, you know, uh, steamed veg every single day kind of thing. Um, but I, I was eating well and I thought, you know, and I thought I was doing everything right. And so part of the problem was my body was just, it felt like rebelling against me, you know, um, I just had so many different physical things going on. And I just, I did feel like I was at my wits end. And we've talked about this too, about any trepidation before coming to work with you. And part of that for sure was I was, I was just worried that working together either wasn't going to work. Like I just couldn't, part of me didn't even want to start because it was just like the devastation of if if this didn't help me and didn't help me feel better just felt so huge. And then the other thing too, is I was also worried about, you know, like you mentioned, like not in, not eating in a way that feels good and normal and eating foods that you like, and just feeling like this doesn't work for me either. This isn't natural. This doesn't feel like, oh, this is something I could continue doing on my ever. It's not sustainable, you know, yeah. or pleasurable and enjoyable. And that's huge. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, again like you're picking out points that it's, it's so many women like do feel like that and and it's scary right because like like you said like how did you feel when joining up with us like what what was the what was the like the biggest fear obviously you said that was how how would you feel if you didn't do it so did you have a lot of fear of I guess the word failure uh, of not being able to achieve it like did it feel like something that would just never happen for you? You know, like you've, you've tried these diets before you've done all these different things. You you like you said, you, you were eating well, you were doing things right. And that's a place where a lot of people think they're like, well, I'm eating healthy, I'm exercising. Why is it not working? And so what sort of fears and, and things did you potentially set you back, set you back from joining in with a coach? Well, so one of the things is that, uh, with, with my mental health, I've also had eating disorder issues. And so I was, I've worked really, really hard over the last, over a decade on my mental health and, and my, um, my, um, what's the word that I want? Yeah. My mental well-being, And I got myself to a really healthy place in that sense. And I was really worried that this would unpick all the work that I'd done. Um, what else I was, I was worried that it wouldn't, that it wouldn't work. And it wasn't that I'd done a lot of diets before. It's that I hadn't treated myself well before, to be honest. Like I had, even though I hadn't consciously participated in an eating disorder since I was 21, I look back now and I see how deep the remnants of that uh, we were weaved through my life and that I wasn't eating because I felt like you know, I, oh, I can't spend my, I felt bad spending money or I was worried about, you know, um, oh, well, cause I have to pay for my, my rent and my living in London. I have to be careful with money. And so it was coming out more in those ways, but then as I relaxed and I, my work started to flow more here. And then I met my partner and we moved in together and I had someone support to like eat more regularly during the day it was a really good sign that I was finally eating well during the day and eating enough. But I think that then things just, I've never had the structure that I feel like we've really worked on together with that balance of each meal and, and then how that balance of each meal adds up into the balance of the day. Yeah. So anyway, these are things that I've, I've realized now, but like, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, of worry of backpedaling as well as it not working, <laughs> which yeah. just ends up meaning that you spin your wheels in the mud and then don't go anywhere. Yeah, it does. And, and I think a lot of women in whatever sense it is have had some sort of experience, like most women 
well, I would say 99.9% of women that come to us have tried something or they've had some sort of disordered relationship with eating. And that's not just an eating disorder like binge eating or anorexia. It's like that a disordered relationship with eating is a tendency to over-restrict in the week and then overeat at the weekend, which doesn't have to be an eating disorder. It just is restrict and overeat. Or they have this relationship that they can't eat carbs. They can't eat yes. carbs. You know, that, that is a disordered relationship or they view a biscuit as something bad. Like, by the way, a digestive day keeps the doctor away. So it's like you doing that. That is a disordered relationship of eating. And that often holds so many women back because they're like, well, I've tried everything. So what is going to be so different about what you do? Um, so, yeah. And sorry, I was going to say you've hit on something really important there because that's also something that my mind was filled with of, you know, as I feel like as women, but also as people in this world, we're just inundated with eggs are bad. Eggs are good. Carbs are bad. Carbs are good. Don't eat fat, only eat fat. And then you're just sort of thinking like, I realized that I had this cobbled together yeah, these like mishmash rules that made absolutely <laughs> no sense yeah. and were just completely bonkers and were not helping me in any way. No. And, you know, we mentioned this before. One of my, fa- I've never met a potato I don't like. That is, you know, <laughs> I, like, I love them so much. And when I got my first meal plan from you and I saw there's potatoes, I was like, oh, okay. We're like, you know, we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> you know, I'm eating things that I never would have let myself eat before because I thought as well yeah or just like oh well it's not healthy for me to have like for example you have jello my jello you know (laughs) like genuinely like I would have been like oh well I can't have that but that's it's got such a wonderful nostalgic quality from my childhood which is another really wonderful part of eating food is that pleasurable nostalgia part you know or like I'm trying to think of other examples but there's so many things like I have my little marshmallow rice crispy square that I get it. That's my, you know, one of my post-workout snacks. And that's something my, I grew up, my mom's amazing baker and she would make those. And like, that's such an important part of eating. And I wasn't allowing myself that. And it's like, that's not, that's not helpful, you no. know? And like, it's because you, you get ingrained, don't you, with this, mm. like, and it, social media doesn't help because what it does is you get so much confusing information and it's just poured upon you and you're like who do I believe and that's the thing like people probably look at my page and they're like why would I believe you over this person's page this person's page like and I think often like you'll look at someone's Instagram page you don't know like there are people out there that have are influencers that do have eating disorders that do have disordered eating and what happens is they'll influence you to live how they want to eat live like some of them are like oh don't weigh yourself don't track your food and that's because that's just how they want to live at that time in your life and what you do is you're influenced by them and then you change your own belief system and what we do is actually just help you live a manageable lifestyle like we're not trying to get you to live like we live we live in a way that that does incorporate measuring food and also having meals out of out and enjoying ourselves like but that's the problem with social media nowadays isn't it every influencer is doesn't realize the impacts they're having on your life as well so I guess that's going off track um but no I think I think you make a really important point which is that there there is no one size fits all. And I would never say to someone else, oh, I've, I mean, as much as I think you are this miraculous angel (laughs) who I adore, like, you you know, we get a lot. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is not a paid advertisement. Like, but you know, where I'm just like this, I would never say, oh, I have the, the key now because this wouldn't have worked for me even a year ago. Yeah, You know, like this, how we're working together works for me now. And that's, that's what's the most important thing for some people measuring their food, um, weighing themselves, measure all of these things that wouldn't be helpful to them. No. But what I think was really important is that like, for me, at this point in my life, I, so we agreed that I would take uh, photos to track my progress and that I would um, measure with a, like a dresser's, oops, sorry, hit the mic, a dresser's measuring tape and to get my, so that we can see some sort of progress because for me, weighing myself, I knew wouldn't be mentally healthy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, so we have some way of creating data. And for me to look at it like that as these, 
are numbers. This is data for me to get, get to where I want to go as an athlete as well, because yeah. that's something that's incredibly important to me is my uh, physical fitness, but my longevity. Um, I want to be able to keep racing or, you know, doing yoga or lifting weights, like truly my partners and my goal is to be able to do that as long as we live. Um, and also to be pushing myself, I need data points. And so I felt comfortable at this point in my life to say, I'm ready to test this confirmation bias. I have this belief I have that I can't, I can't use measurements without it creating problems for me. Yeah. But I also respect that, you know, it's not for everyone. But all this to say that like you and I know Tori is the same too, because you're both so loving and encouraging and you really want the women you work with to feel at home and to feel good in themselves. You know, we had that discussion from the beginning where you're like, okay, let's do what's right for you. You yeah. know, it wasn't forcing anything on me or saying, well, you really should, or, you know, anything to try and change my mind. You're like, I respect you and your boundaries. This is what's healthy for you. Great. Let's work from there. Yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, the scales are such, such a hindrance for so many women that it's like, if you don't want to weigh yourself and just, just don't, you know, like I was, I respect that, but I also then expect like, yeah, you, you make sure like our agreement was, if we don't take our weight, we must turn up every week with photos and measurements. And that's what we've done. Like, and it's just about us creating that relationship and that agreement as well, because as a coach, if I don't have any data, I don't know. So I need some sort of data and measurement. And with that, keeping that good relationship with you. But I think it also promotes a good relationship with potentially the scales in the future because measurements work in the same way. It's that how do we feel when we don't see a drop? And actually that is almost the reason I want you to take measurements is that is a lead up to you accepting the scales because like your measurements can fluctuate, so can the scales. And I think that's almost like a preparation for you to say like, do you know what? Maybe one day I, I could be more accepting of them. Um, and, and yeah, that, that's what's really important is that we make that agreement between us both because no no two women are the same. Like I couldn't be coached the same as Tori because we're two different people. And that's that's the best thing about this is we love getting to know you because we need to find what's going to work for you. Um, okay, so let's let's just have a chat about maybe like what what do you think made you reach out to us? Like what yeah what, what did you, what were your thought what was your thought process when looking at the training runner page or thinking right I might I might contact these people like what, what were you thinking so <clears throat> I um I was recommended to you by my lovely friend and I I had a long list of questions for her before even contacting you because I really wanted to make sure that I was finding the right person for me as best I could before meeting you and before working with you. Um, so I had a long list of questions for her and wanted to hear about her experience and wanted to, um, to get the details. And then looking at your page, like I've said to you before, my favorite post that stood out to you was something about like, you know, we're, we're not going to make you jump around like a twat, like, <laughs> you know, because I was a twat. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was just like, amazing. If I don't, you know, someone who's not going to be like, well, it's hit or nothing, you know, then someone who, who I, crazy intensity. So you feel exhausted and it's like, all yeah. you do is get so hungry and buckle your knees. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, it has to be the same, like what I was saying with food, where I want to enjoy this. For me, moving my body is pleasurable. That doesn't mean there isn't challenge, but yeah. I know again, at this point in my life, I really am not a fan of hit, never have been, but I like lifting weights. Yeah. I like challenging myself in the gym. You know, there's, and th there's a difference there. So seeing that and also seeing your sense of humor come across <laughs> as well. I was like, that's super important. And like I said too, you know, in, in our chats uh, personally, is that it meant so much to me to know that you had endometriosis and PCOS and that you shared this with the world because I'm waiting for a diagnosis on what's probably endometriosis. Yeah. And um I needed one, I wanted to work with the woman Two, I wanted to work with someone who would understand that. Unfortunately, sometimes my PMS means that I am 
exhausted. And sometimes that can eat up two weeks of my life, like the week leading up to my period, including my period the week after that maybe I wouldn't be able to work out because I'd be in excruciating pain, or maybe I would have no appetite because I was so uncomfortable or, you know, I just having someone have that personal understanding meant the world to me. So yeah. I think those were like the biggest <laughs> selling point. Yeah, and like with the endometriosis as well, like it's it's so common and I hate that people are like, oh yeah, well everyone's got it, you know, and it's like, yeah, but it's probably like I I think it's the worst thing in the world. Like it's it's so horrible for a woman that has got it. And that PMS, like I remember I used to have nine days of PMS and it was just so daunting and I was almost like scared for that time of the month. So definitely like that's been something that we've worked around and I think it's also made you realize like you can still achieve without giving 150% constantly you know like we've still achieved so much without you having to tick every single box 24 7 um and like that that is just so important so valuable for women to understand is that when you're like oh I'm not I'm not going to do it because I've got to give 100% you don't have to give 100% I've never given 100% to every single aspect of my routine because it like life happens like shit happens and it's just about working together to help you get past that and that's 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 the most valuable thing that I offer I think is that I actually just love it like I love seeing you be like you know what a really shit week but I made it you know like we've done it and we've got for another week and here we are you know we're we're going for it again and it it, yeah it's, it's just so valuable for me to see like when I see you sending post-workout selfies or smashing it or even just reaching out to me when you are struggling and accepting that okay it's a rest day today you know and all right maybe I went over my calories but you know what it's not the end of the world like for me that's like that's when like the student becomes a teacher you know like it's it's just I'm like ah my work my work here is complete like it's, it's just so satisfying um okay so like when you joined us I think that can be a pivotal point in a lot of women where they either settle or they feel like it's too much sometimes when they go on to working on a plan because all of a sudden you've gone from doing nothing to being like oh my god I've got to do all this stuff so how did you feel when you did join us when you first joined us on an honest level like did you ever feel any overwhelm did you feel worried that's a good question I'm I'm trying to put myself back in no sorry in my shoes (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm trying to think because it's just I'm honestly back to such, it's such a part of my life. Like I'm used to working out four or five, maybe even six times a week. Again, because I love it. You love it. You love it. You're like, get me to the gym. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like I, I love yoga and I love dancing and I love running. Like there's so many things. So it's always been a mix. Um, But of course the pandemic definitely made that a lot more difficult. So I think that I do remember being quite tired. I remember now that I'm thinking about it, that the first few days, especially where I was thinking like, wow, I am exhausted. And I felt like, because I wanted to give a hundred percent to this and I wanted to, to start as I intended to go on. So I wanted to start my first week and hit all my workouts and to start my meal plan right away. And, um, I remember just feeling so hungry where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have a, a jello, you know what I, you know what I yeah. mean? But this, that, that looking back wasn't, I was worried that it was maybe a negative thing, you know, as I'd mentioned uh, earlier, but looking back now, it was adjusting to this new way because I was someone who would graze more and eat more throughout the day as opposed to set meals necessarily. So for me, it was just a switch over to a new way, a new way of working that actually my energy is so much steadier and I feel so much more supported um, now to be able to do all the physical activity that I like to do. Um, So yeah, definitely that was a tough like first couple of days and feeling tired was, was, um, a a big part of it because I just hadn't been working out like that in so long and we started the first two weeks I think we did at home workouts and then I went back to the gym and I also remember feeling really nervous I've gone to the gym on and off since I was about 14 but I felt really nervous to go back and it was uh that was really surprising to me because 
I'd built up a lot of confidence in the past couple of years going with my partner and learning how to do like Olympic style lifting and feeling really powerful. And then I was back to this place where I was like, oh, maybe I just want to, you know, stick to my little front room and work out with my weights at home. But um yeah, and I like that was one that's one thing that we did right, wasn't it? Because you were quite nervous to go to the gym. So what we decided to do was to do a couple of weeks at home to build your confidence and let you adapt to everything else in your routine. Um, so there's two things actually. So that that's what we wanted to do. And then we integrated you into the gym, didn't we? And then the second thing is like just off the back of that, that's that's what we try to help you with the most is that first week when you start a diet, like everybody per- expects perfection. And that's what you do, isn't it? You overpressure yourself into this first week. And then you're like, and again, it comes back to that mentality that you think because you're starting something, it has to be perfect. And if not, you've let yourself down and let me down. And I guess like, how much do you realize that that's the wrong thing now? Like after working with me, do you, and like, how, how do you feel about that now? Like getting that perfect week? Well, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I have very high standards, which is, great because I'm very ambitious. I strive for excellence in everything I do, but then that means that I'm also really hard on myself. So I would say that I still find it difficult um, and have to have a bit of a chat with myself. Like last week, I had a really tough personal week and I didn't get to do as much training, training as I wanted, like not just for the plan, but because it's what makes me feel alive and makes me feel so good and helps to clear my mind, et cetera. And it just wasn't anywhere near what I would normally do. But instead of going down that road of beating myself up, I just catch myself a lot earlier now and say, no, it is what it is. You know why this happened. You did your best. And also, you know, one one, it's not about the one day or the one week in the sense that it's looking at that's when it's really great to look at the big picture, you know? Yes, all of those days add up to weeks, which add up to the big picture. But if you have a really shitty week or you have a really tough day, like you just need to be gentle with yourself still at the end of the day. If your body is begging you for rest, you know, the last thing you want to do is yeah no like we're going to do this anyway yeah difference there's a difference between just being like oh I don't really want to go or like your body truly saying like please let's have a nap yeah (laughs) like that's what's like good about us working together is like you you had one of those days where you're like oh I don't know how I feel about this like you dropped me whatsapp you're like what what should I do and and I was like right okay let's just go for a little run like I was like let's just go out like you felt quite overwhelmed with work so what I'm saying um and you had a lot going on you were like do you want to feel quite stressed um and I feel a bit overwhelmed I was like right well let's just go rather than saying like let's do our 45 minute run like let's just go for a little bit and just get some air and use it as actually right okay if you feel overwhelmed like, let's just go and get some time for you and then what happened when you came back what did you say to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like just go for a little 3k like and just see because you know like at least then you tried and then I was like girl I smashed it 45 minutes and over 6k and yeah. you know whatever and you were like what and that's yeah and that's why for me it's so important like that what happens when we have our coaching is you we build this relationship don't we where you're like okay I'm having a bit of a tough day I know where to go I'm gonna message Anna you know because that's what we're here for it's just to pick sometimes you just need that person to literally lift you up that tiny bit and be like right okay and you probably went outside and you were like right I'm just gonna do what I can do and then you didn't actually realize what you could achieve even though you felt overwhelmed you felt a bit tired and then you came back from that and you, you, you were like, oh, I feel so much better. I feel so much better for pushing myself. And that's what that partnership does is we, we, we hold each other. Like we're here to not to carry you, but we're here to just lift you that little bit to just show you our goal is to show you your potential. And it, do you know what I mean? if you came back and you're like, do you know what? I run one K I had a good cry and I walked back and I'm like, you know, what? we gave it a good go, you know, and that happens sometimes. <laughs> like I literally, and also- yeah, I did it the other day. I went to a boxing session, hadn't had enough sleep, started hitting the pads and just burst out crying. And he was like, Are you okay, miss? And I was like, No. And then after a minute, I was I was sad and I had a great session. But it's it's about pushing yourself sometimes when you don't feel like it and you still get such a good reward out of it, don't you? And if you don't, then well, at least you give it a good go, you know? Yeah, and there's there's a lot of value in the going and trying, doing 1K 
having a cry, you know, like there's, there's something that, yeah, getting it out. There's something really therapeutic in that too, you know, but I just think about how much better I felt. And I was lucky. It was a lovely, you know, autumn day and I was just enjoying the colors and enjoying the sunshine because, you know, we don't generally get that in the UK in the, the autumn winter, but I just put on good music and, you know, that changed everything. And then I came home and had a really lovely, it was my Friday evening, you know, and I just felt like, okay, I can reset, go again tomorrow, whatever tomorrow brings. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's, and and that's what I love about us working together. Cause when you get back and you message me that I'm like, here she is. Like, (laughs) here she goes. (laughs) So I I guess as well, like talking about all these, these different progressions you've made now, like now you can, now you can identify when it's okay to have a tough week. You can identify that it's, it's okay to have those times. What progress have you made mentally and physically from working with training runner? Oh God, I don't even, truly, I don't even know where to start. I mean, let's, let's see. There's the obvious things like I got back into running. So I used to be, you know, quite a good runner, but I haven't been doing that consistently in in a long time. And, but because I had everything working in concert, you know, I had the, the food and I had the training to support my body, then that enables me to run well with enough energy to do it, but also, you know, to my body was strong enough to do it and not to, to have injury. And then, um, yeah, so I've, I ran pretty almost a 10 K, which is the most I've done in in a couple years. And, you know, I'm training for a half marathon and, um, I just feel so incredible, all the time now that, you know, I'm going back to the gym and I'm watching myself lifting heavy weights again, but also that deep self-knowledge of, I know when to push myself because I'm always looking to push myself and to like get that next rep now or, um, you know, just hold something a little bit longer. But beyond that, it's, it really is beyond the physical for me. It's the, the mental aspect of how good I feel and how I don't even know when it, it started. And considering we've only been working together, it'll be five months uh, next week. Like it's a pretty incredible transformation that I will just think, why not about stuff? Yeah, You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Why, why not? Why, why don't I try this? Well, I'm going to just go for that, you know, and it it can have nothing to do with the physical and could be something with my work, or it could be something like, yeah, why wouldn't I sign up for a half marathon? Like, well, worst thing that can happen is that, you know, I know I can run some of it, but I'll walk, you know, the other part, but like, I'm delighted by that. And I'm excited by seeing how I can push myself or what else I might be able to do in life. Yeah. I feel like I have, you know, a much better list that I'm going to regret not having at my fingertips when we get off the podcast, but like, I truly can't say enough you know, I'm always saying to um, my boyfriend and, you know, I text you pretty frequently just being like, I'm just so glad that we're working together. And I feel so grateful because, uh, yeah, I just feel so good all the time. I feel so supported. I feel excited like about the next day and the next week and like where we're going to be by the next month or, you know, right now Christmas just as a general kind of milestone where are we going to be by next year like it's so exciting I don't even know what other dreams and goals might come up and and you obviously mentioned when you before you started you felt like you looked in the mirror and like you you lost like you lost yourself and you didn't feel you like how how do you feel when you look in the mirror now like emotionally like how do you feel about yourself when you when you do look in the mirror when you get dressed in the morning yeah, I you know I was saying to you in our in our failed podcast, in our failed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I was saying to you, like I remember I had a really scary moment that I'll try and explain, but I just I remember looking into the mirror and I didn't recognize myself, and this had nothing to do with what I physically look like. It was just it was the most bizarre thing of like the the best way I think I was able to describe it to you is that my spirit wasn't there. You know, I just 
the, you know, the lights were on, but no one was home kind of thing. I wouldn't even say the lights were on. The curtains were drawn. The house was dark. <laughs> the down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The shutters were down. Like, um, and it just felt really strange to be looking in the mirror and feel this dissociation of like, I don't know who this is because when I'm walking around and living my life, I feel like me, but then I look into the mirror and I don't see myself. And so now having that where I look into the mirror and I'm like, ah, there she is. Like, because it's that, that sparkle, that energy, that spirit is back. Like, you know, some people would probably say it's like, oh, you've got color in your cheeks, but it's when the twinkle is back in your eye and it's like, right. There's this people like you're glowing. Now. Yeah. You're, like, yeah. You're, like when you sent me that picture the other day and you were like, look at me, like comfortable in my clothes. And it, it's yeah. just. Oh, it's just the best. It's just the best feeling ever, isn't it? When, as well, for like a female, when you put on clothes and you're like, "This fits. Like this feels good." I, I, I feel, and, and like a lot of women define, don't they? They're like, "I want my confidence back." Well, obviously, I know. Sorry, they, they, that's probably the most common question that I get in my DMs. It's I just, I want my confidence. I want to feel confident. And like, what, what does that confidence? What's that confidence look like for you? Like, if, if you, obviously that's probably one of the things that you thought about yourself, like you want to feel that confidence. You want to feel that sparkle in yourself. Like what, what did that look like for you? What was the, what was the achievement you wanted to make or still is? I think, I do think it is, it is a feeling for me and um, you know, <laughs> Uh, I feel like such a knob saying this, but like my dream role, like one of my dream roles, I've always loved the the villains, but I would love to play Catwoman. You know, it's because it's that kind of like sexy, powerful energy or why I love, yes. you know, the X-Men characters first, you know, because I love cranking up good tunes in my headphones, having my sunglasses on, like wearing my leather jacket, you know, hair done, nails done, and just like strutting down the sidewalk. Like it's my catwalk. Like yeah. that feels so fucking amazing. And I love feeling, you know, just that fully empowered, strong, like ambitious, you know, this conf, yeah. Confident woman. Yeah. And there's nothing that feels better than that for me. And like, I get that feeling um, lifting weights at, at the gym. And I really get that when I get into a good zone with running or like, for me, a huge part of why I've loved yoga and practice for so long is because I love dancing. And like, I always regretted not training as a, as a professional dancer, but to me, the way that I end up flowing feels so close to dance, like anything where you just feel unstoppable and in yeah. this it sounds like empowerment. I a better way. Yeah, it's like a what people call a flow state, I guess, which is, you yeah. know, I wish I had a better word, but it's like, no, flow you state feel is like yeah. amazing, integrated, like the Bad yellow bitch. sun is shining. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, dude, I'll put yeah. a weight down. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh so the men good. are looking at you in the gym, you give them this glare, you're like, the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> Exactly. When Don't you just look like this way, chief. <laughs> <laughs> but really, we just look like we were gonna poop our pants lifting. You know you look like you're gonna shoot yourself. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm gonna be single forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we have ourselves and that's what matters. Yeah, I don't even we, care. That yeah. There's nothing more important to me than pushing that chest press to the last rep, I tell you exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's hilarious. So um, in terms of like your challenges, I guess, that you've had throughout us working together, like what would you, if you could pinpoint on one of the things that has been the biggest hurdle for you, what do you think that that would be? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's two things that, that come to mind. One is an ongoing thing and one was uh, uh, a momentary Thing. So one of the, the ongoing thing is that because I push myself so hard and being hard on myself ends up being, uh, can be a big problem and can mean that I tear myself down as opposed to using the other side of that coin and striving for excellence and having ambition, you know, and pushing myself, it can quickly turn into like, you didn't do enough and this isn't good enough. And um, and it was tricky. I had a whole month away where I, I was away from home, didn't have a solid routine. So I was moving from place to place on holiday. And, you know, that was a big 
obstacle. So and, yeah, it was. And, yeah, it was. It was like basically Lauren went. She went away on on holiday and travels for a whole month, didn't you? And it's but like just to interrupt you there, like what a grand job you did, you know. And I guess maybe like how how was how did working with us help you? Like what what do you think helped the most about what we did through that month that allowed you to to come back and think actually. You, sm- you smashed it. You absolutely killed it. Like you did so well. You come back with a sick tan, and we got measurements on three of the weeks, didn't we? So, yep. You know, I think again for me, I've realized I work really well in collaboration with someone, and so it felt good ha- knowing that I had your support that I could say, okay, again, I'm in Greece, and then I was in Italy. Like I'm absolutely going to be eating all the food I love and delicious things. But what might be some easy swaps? for me or, you know, just taking the time ahead of going, looking uh, for gyms that I could go to or planning out like, okay, how could I get, since I'm not going to necessarily be able to go to the gym all the time, that encouraged me to pick up my running again a month or so before I left so that I would be in a good enough place to be running, you know, while I was there. Um, And just having that uh, again, the structure really supported me and having, having a plan in place, knowing again, it wasn't about hitting it a hundred percent. That's when I remember you saying to me, like, remember, you know, 5% is better than no percent. And especially because of the huge ramifications it has on my mental health. Like I can feel, you know, just amazing on my holiday because I've gone and enjoyed myself doing a workout or going for a run. And it's not about punishing myself. That's actually helping me to just feel good on the day to day. So why wouldn't I carry that with me? And it's, that's the thing, like it's, this is like what we're trying to, to show is that this is your lifestyle now because you want to do it. And that's, that's the goal for us as well is like, let's find things that you enjoy. And you went away, you enjoyed pizza, you enjoyed pasta, but you also, we took, you took your protein pancakes and you had a low, low calorie breakfast and you got up and you went for a run or a walk and like having, having that impact and also not punishing yourself for being on holiday meant that you enjoyed yourself. I think you had a great time, but you also managed to drop measurements every single week that you were away, you know, like, and even if you didn't like our goal, wasn't it was for you to at least maintain through that time so that you didn't come back feeling like you'd stuffed your face every day, feeling like shit, because that's not the life that we want to live anymore. Is it like, so no, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, and that's the thing is like that, you know, in Italy, for example, their breakfasts are so sweet, which isn't something that I would like anyway. So instead of feeling like I have in the past and stuck and like, well, I guess I have to have this because I need that food and my body to have energy to do things the rest of the day. It's like, well, why wouldn't I just carry, you know, it costs me nothing to bring, like you said, my protein pancakes with me or to just think in that way and bring some things in my bag so that I can feel good. Yeah. Cause really that's, that's what it is. That's what it is for me. Um, and feeling good for me is that movement every day and being outside and eating foods that help me feel, you know, healthy and awake and alert and have yeah. the strength to do well, everything yeah. I want to do. And that's the thing, like, it's all well and good. Like when we go on holiday, we want to have those treats, you know, like I do as well. Me and Victoria do. She's like, oh, I'm going away for the week. And I'm like, yeah, go, like, enjoy it. But even so, like, we'll always incorporate activity, not because we have to, because it's what makes us feel good. So our lives are fueled with things that make you feel good. Like I want to get up on holiday and get some exercise in because then I want to go to breakfast and feel good. Like if I sit and stuff my face with Nutella pancakes and cheese and crackers every day, I'm going to probably feel a bit shit. It's like my body's like, whoa, oh my God. But whereas if I had the balance of having it all within, like that's that's when it becomes your lifestyle and that's the big trick of the trade that a lot of people miss is they're like I just want the fat loss quick but you're not willing to make that life change and you have to start living like the person that you want to be so like this when people say to me what do you eat when you're not dieting I'm the same food that I eat when I'm dieting because it's just a lifestyle and that's the the tick of the change isn't it that's the bit where like now you're still dieting but you're like you keep commenting how much energy you've got how driven you feel all these things you're achieving but you're in a you're in a calorie deficit you've been in a calorie deficit for the best part of five months so it's actually just about like looking at you now 
I can see that this is just your life. Like you love it. You live and breathe it now. And that's the outcome goal, isn't it? And as well for you, because you know that you're going to walk away from us. Like when you finish your journey, we'll kick you out. And we'll, we'll get you to go and live your life. You know, like we don't want to leave you, but like we don't want to lose you, but you have to then go and live, you know, like the, the goal for us is to get you there to a place where you've never got to do this again. And I can see that reflection in you already. So yeah, it's, it's really, really great to see. Do you, do you have any advice for anyone who's not even just to start with us, you know, like just who is holding themselves back? Maybe like you were sort of just sitting at a farm and watching coaches or any sort of coach or anybody like willing, too scared to take a risk on themselves and feeling like they're going to fail. Like from your experience of being there to how you feel now, like what, what advice would you give to those women? Well, you know, I've said this to you a couple times now where I, if I would have known, you know, even so I guess six months ago now, or at the beginning of the year that I was going to meet you and that, you know, how well we'd work together and how quickly I'd start feeling like myself again, because yeah, we're, where we are, where we are at the five month mark, but I didn't, I'm not only just feeling better now. Like I, I can't even remember when I started feeling better because the change was so quick. Um, you know, I wish that I would have known how much had the relief that I would feel and the strength that I would feel and that I would feel, I would come back to myself so quickly. And so, you know, just like that that's available to you because I mentioned being at that place where I was basically stuck worrying before I'd even begun that I was going to fail or it wouldn't work or what if this puts me in a negative place and I just wish I could say to myself then like you know here's a a quick note from the future like just go for it because like you like what are you waiting for you have no idea how amazing you're gonna feel and you're gonna be impressing yourself all the time with what you, um, you don't even realize that you can do. Yeah. Um, You're holding yourself back from your own potential, aren't you? When you, because you're, you're so full of fear that you can't do it again, because of past experiences and that self doubt that you have compared to like, if you let go of that fear, like you did, like, like, how do you feel now? Like you, you feel ecstatic in yourself, don't you? Yeah, I truly feel excited about every day. And I feel ex- like, I, I know I keep saying this, I feel excited to go to the gym, but you have to understand, like, even though I went to the gym on and off for most of my life, that doesn't mean I liked going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> like I had the experience where I was like, I really love this now because, yeah. you know, someone said to me, like, this is your sport, you know, and I'd never thought about it in that sense. Like if I'm a skater, I need a rink to do my sport and skates. If I'm a swimmer, I need a pool and my goggles and my bathing suit. Well, for me, I love lifting weights and therefore I need weights to do that. And for, and you go to the gym. So when I had that realization, as opposed to the feeling I'd always had before, basically like the rat race of like little hamster on a wheel or going to this, and I don't really like this, but there's this excitement now because I have such a passion for movement that clicked and, you know, that really came from, you know, yeah, us working together. And I would also say the most important, if you're going to bet on anyone, bet on yourself. Yeah. What better, who better to bet on than yourself? Yeah. You have no idea how incredible you are, what you are capable of, um, And what you can achieve in this life. And again, that goes beyond the physical. It's about. It's all mental. It's all like literally. And it's, it's the, it's the toughest thing as a coach, you know, because I speak, so I I speak to a lot of women on consultation calls and obviously some of them don't, they don't start with us because maybe they're worried, like they spend the money on takeaways every week and they'd rather not invest that into themselves. They'd rather have that every week because that's that security, that's that comfort and they're, so scared of investing themselves because in case it goes wrong but like like you said like when you really really want to invest into your own health and your mental health like the the biggest part of this is not the diet plan it's not the bloody training plan it's not the whatsapp support it's the the change that you go through mentally when you actually start to believe 
and push yourself to do things that you never could. And like for me and Tori, that's that's the biggest thing for us is that we want you to succeed. We want to see you walking away with your head high. Like we want you to feel empowered and strong. Like and they're all the things that come when you do diet and you you fight. You know, you push yourself. You don't just give up because it's shit got tough. You know, like that. And that's the biggest shame is that so many people give up on themselves just because it's hard. And it's like actually if you just if you really push yourself and you take that risk to dare on yourself like that's what I've done in my life for the last three years and it, it's done nothing but good things and like what's like you said like with your run stuff like that like what's the worst thing that could happen if it didn't work out for you, you know at least you you gave it your best there's no way that it couldn't work out right because all you're doing is making better choices for yourself and it's it's such a shame to see so many people just sitting in that back seat isn't it and and not taking that risk on themselves to see how how you feel now like it's just incredible like to, to watch that in just a short space of five months and if you hadn't have done that like where would you be right now like if you hadn't have taken that chance on yourself yeah I think you know I, rem- I texted you early on that this quote that I love which is um the best time to plant an apple orchard was 20 years ago and the second best time to plant it is today. And the time is going to pass anyway. So why not take a chance on yourself? Listen, if it doesn't work out with a certain coach, again, uh, that doesn't, or a certain sport or a certain weight, that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't find movement that you love, or you can't find the right person to work with. Like, it's just so important to start and to try. And then, you know, step into the river and see where it takes you. Just be willing to be open to possibility, I think, is the most important thing in general in life. Yeah. And it gives me. Do we get a ding? It's like ding, ding. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding. And that really ruined that treasurable moment. That is the definition of my life. (laughs) I was actually got goosebumps and it was like ding, cool, in half an hour. That's so funny. Um, that's basically telling us that that treasurable moment is ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. No, it was, it was amazing. It, it's so good. Oh. And like the reason why it's used podcast, I think it, it's so great to share with women your mental journey and to hopefully help some women out there believe that they can do it. If they're on a journey right now or they want to start one, like you can do it and anything is possible right so yeah what watch this space when we come back in six months and see where lauren's at um what's that progression that she's made (laughs) uh, with her future photo shoots and her half marathon we're coming and yeah i just you know have to say like obviously everyone needs to find the person that's right right for them but i think you know you and tori are just such an incredible team and i adore you both and yeah, it's just such a pleasure to work with someone, yeah, so supportive and who has such a good sense of humor and someone who can also really be realistic and, you know, lift me up when I'm down, but also say like, okay, girl, maybe you need, you need a rest, you know, you two are just incredible. So thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Don't make me cry. <laughs> enough, enough, enough. <laughs> So thank you so much. It's been uh, it's been an incredible chat, and um, hopefully this reaches out to, to as many of you as possible. So yeah, thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on today, um, and thank you so much, guys, for listening to my fourth ever podcast. Um, we'll be back soon. Uh, we've got chats with myself and Tori about our fat loss journeys that we did recently, and another incredible chat with one of our lovely ladies, Tara, um, who Lauren did a photo shoot with recently. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, and we'll speak to you soon.